Hey everyone, thanks for listening to the Raw Take for CEOs. This week, we are going to do something a little bit different. We have created a second podcast called the FAS Evolution. The FAS Evolution podcast is focused on how finance as a service is transforming the accounting industry. The podcast is hosted by Growth Lab FAS, and we interview thought leaders from around the industry to ultimately help accountants, CPAs, bookkeepers, and CFOs move to a fast mindset. We wanted to post our first episode here in the raw take for CEOs to give you, our awesome listeners, an early taste. If you like this episode, be sure to follow the new podcast on your favorite streaming platform. Just search the FAS Evolution and we will come up. That's the FAS Evolution and FAS is F-A-A-S for Finance as a service. Thanks for listening. Hey, welcome. My name is Dan Gertrudes, and I got Stephen Byler here with me. Today, we're kicking off the FAS Evolution podcast series. FAS stands for Finance as a Service, and our goal as a company, as management team, we're looking to transform the accounting industry. You know, we're not CPAs, we're not accountants. This whole business was, well, quite foreign to us. But we soon identified an opportunity. The average small, medium-sized business and venture-backed company, they lacked the capability and the know-how around developing and executing on their accounting and finance value stream. Now, there's this whole industry, this accounting industry, that is in the midst of a major seismic shift in how they're looking at providing their services to their customers. The notion of having your accountant connecting with you once, twice, maybe if you're lucky, four times a year, ultimately that's not adding the recurring, ongoing needed value that our small, medium-sized businesses really need. And so we started this podcast series to start transforming the accounting industry where we're interviewing thought leaders in our industry to ultimately help you, the accountant, the CPA, the bookkeeper, and the part-time fractional CFO move from that transactional, never mind the hourly billable mindset, to more of that finance as a service. FAS is the future of the accounting industry. All right, Steve. So today we're kicking off a new series that we're calling the FAS Evolution. Steve, what is FAS? FAS is finance as a service. It is a way of looking at delivering value to customers in the accounting and finance space in a way that I don't, I don't think a lot of people look at finance and accounting as finance as a service. That is definitely one way to look at it from the lens of the industry. The other way to look at it, of course, is from the lens of our customers, the companies that we serve, whether you're a startup, venture-backed, solo entrepreneur, small, medium-sized business, you've been operating for the last 30 years. At some level, you need a finance and accounting function. And FAS, at least from my perspective, I view it as a way to outsource, but yet feel as if 
those functions are being insourced in the company. And so, Steve, you brought up the accounting industry. Why put the effort into a new series? Obviously, we have the raw take for CEOs. It's been successful. We're seeing a ton of traction. Why FAS Evolution and why now? Yeah, so we found ourselves on the raw take talking to both our customers, which is, was the initial audience of the raw take for CEOs. We also found ourselves increasingly talking to the accounting and finance industry. And, you know, that worked. We had, we had a, a good dynamic on the raw take, but we did feel like increasingly what we were talking about, about finance as a service, about how we have built our finance as a service offering to the market, that it was, re- it was relatively unique in some ways. And that, you know, people were eager for that content, people in the accounting space. So we are starting the FAST Evolution and we chose the name FAST Evolution because we do feel like the accounting industry and the finance industry is in a state of evolution and needs to really go through a few iterations to get to a place where, especially for the startup and small business customers, to really evolve what you're doing for those customers and how you're delivering that service to really add value. So I remember a time, I want to say probably now seven or eight years ago. So obviously I came from a different background than you did. You started in the startup world. So from your perspective, I remember exchanging stories with you, your startup, you guys had outsourced accounting. You had your CPA for tax. You probably didn't have a CFO because both you and your co-founder were financially savvy and understood the importance of planning. Not to mention that the company that you guys formed was very much of a consultative mindset. But the background I came from, all of that stuff was kind of in-house. Maybe the only thing that was obviously out of the house was auditors, right? For independence, for obvious reasons. But you know, seven or eight years ago, when I pitched this idea of this accounting and finance value stream, right? And how the, you know, the importance of continuity and how, you know, accounting feeds planning and planning feeds business strategy and then yep. it sort of starts all over again. Yeah. You know, what, what is it about finance as a service that gives us, gives our peers a competitive advantage over, say, maybe your typical local Yogo CPA where you're only really connecting with your CPA for tax reasons, or maybe they're doing your bookkeeping for just like making their tax prep life easier. Sure. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's a good, good point. I think, you know, we're, we're touching our customers, you know, at least twice a month, you know, if not, if not once a week, especially in the first two, three months that they're our customers on the fast side of the business, you know, at that point we're talking to them once a week because, you know, we're really getting to know their business much, much deeper. But once we get to a, regular cadence, we're talking to them at least twice a month, uh, if not if not more. And when you're engaging with your customers at that level, it's it's so much different than you know the once, twice a year kind of CPA touch, so to speak. But we're even different than the average outsourced, you know, CFO or fractional CFO. But from a CPA standpoint, you know, generally you're leading with compliance. And you know, while we do have some tax in-house, we don't lead with compliance. Because compliance is something, it's more of a necessary evil, right? What business owner wants to do compliance? They rather drive growth, right? Who wants to actually be a 1040 sweatshop? 
yeah, I mean, some people, some people love that stuff and that's what they go to market with and it's a needed service, but it's not one that, you know, drives value. It's one that mitigates risk. And in all of our, the way that we go to market, we want to drive value for our customers. So what do you think gives finance as a service firms the competitive advantage? Like what's that key thing? I think it really is that finance as a service firms are with you in the process and they become part of your team. And whether that is simply an outsourcing of accounting, you know, you are going to rely on them to do the accounting, right? And you're going to, you know, you know what they're going to do every month and you expect that they're going to deliver. And then you're going to use whatever they deliver in your business process. And it's, we're not doing not, accounting to make your tax prep life easier. Yeah. It's, it's not, not transactional, easy. right? Transactional is very much, okay, you, 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 you did it, you're done. And we both go on with our lives. Fast is really, you know, we are not like done ever unless you terminate as a customer. You know, we, we are in this with you until you grow to a point where you need those in-house resources yourself. And I work myself out of a job. And of course we help fill those positions, define those positions because we've been there since day one, in many cases, developing those processes, those mm -hmm. procedures, those systems. So it is very much a symbiotic relationship. And so, you know, it's too, all too easy to sell transactional services, especially when they're compliance focused. You got to do it. So you got to pay somebody to do it. How do companies like ours or even your average CPA or accountant or bookkeeper or to boot your fractional CFO that's on his own, you know, how do they sell what we do, this sort of like cradle to business strategy range of services and value? So I think, you know, it's one thing to sell like strategy, right? And a, a CFO who has been in various businesses, has tremendous experience, 20, 30, 40 years of experience, they've got a lot of value to add to small businesses and startups. There's a, there's a lot that they can do. And, you know, that is not the model from day one. Our earliest conversations, Dan, was not, you know, let's, let's find ways to be a fractional CFO. We wanted to find ways, even before we defined it as finance as a service, we wanted to find ways to be in it with our customers and more of an on-demand, very agile service to our customers. And when you're one person, two people, or just a CFO shop, like matching up one CFO to one company, you can't really, you can't be that agile. Uh, and that's a challenge for, for them to sell what we do. I think, you know, the, the thing that really always gets me jazzed about what we do and how we do it is that we took our time to build this finance as a service service in our company. You know, it was you, it was me, it was Corey. Before we started hiring young talent, to be able to drive, you know, 80, 90% of the value for customers that they would get out of a CFO. And how do you drive 80 to 90% of value out of, uh, that you would get out of a CFO? The CFO has 30 years of experience. The young, young analyst has like two years of experience. How do you like, how do you do that? But it's about like, comes down for us, cadence, rigor and team, right Dan? Yeah, keeping the CFO out of your general ledger is probably step one. It's like rule number one, don't let CFOs and CPAs, your tax accountant in your books, let the professionals, your bookkeeper, right? Your accountant, there should be segregation of duties. Uh, we're big believers in that. 
It's just like, I don't want the bookkeeper in my uh, financial models, right? And so as we're kind of going through this process, Steve, you know, what is it about today that makes sense that we're at the cusp of the finance as a service evolution, revolution, this shift from very transactional mindset of delivering of human capital to more of a systematized approach and a more encompassing, you know, not just scale, but I'm talking scope from the daily nuts and bolts of bookkeeping, your fiscal monthly controllership, your financial planning analysis, your CFO, and then ultimately capstoning it with your tax. And by the way, tax shouldn't just be an annual thing. It really should be a quarterly uh, check-in, a quarterly strategy. Yeah. You know, I think there's a lot of things pushing the industry, pushing business to want more out of finance and accounting. So, you know, the question is like, why now? Why is there a FAS evolution right now? Why do we feel like there's a really a, a move to to this? Because we've been in this space for eight years, right? And we've seen growth in our space. But I think that's part of it is that we've seen the adoption of business owners and founders uh, leveraging more and more of what we do, not only for our, our business, but in, you know, our our direct competitors, as we've seen over the last eight years, like there is less of that business as usual, whether that's because of a pandemic, whether that's because traditional CPAs are kind of retiring and whether that's, there's a, there's a myriad of issues or what things that are happening that make now like the, the time that we're seeing a move in the space, both from a accounting industry and from the demand side, the businesses moving to expecting more and wanting more engagement out of their outsourced partners. Yeah. And, you know, I look back over the years and people would ask me, why are you getting into accounting? Oh, you're an accountant. No, not an accountant. Right. I'm not a CPA. I didn't come from that world. I don't feel like I'm a mercenary. I don't feel like I'm charging by the hour. I really want to always have wanted to be that extension of the management team, regardless if you're talking about the debits and credits and nuts and bolts of bookkeeping to more higher level annual strategic business cycle and layering in employee compensation and your annual operating plans and you know the liquidity needs of your long range plan. I've always felt, and maybe it's me coming in as an outsider and maybe now I'm sort of like stomping my feet a little bit, but part of the reason for the FAS Evolution podcast is the more I have conversations with more traditional accountants, or even traditional fractional part-time CFOs, everybody thinks like that, you know, yes, you should be an expert at what you do, but if the value proposition can go beyond just that one individual and then layering on things like business continuity, disaster recovery. So if there's anything coming out of the pandemic here is like these companies need to plan. Uh, companies in generally speaking need to elevate their disaster recovery and business continuity foresight. They're not thinking about this, th these things. The black swan, it's real shit. Like this shit can really happen. And maybe it's not a pandemic, but it could be another recession. It could be employees leaving through the great resignation of 2021, which we've talked a lot about recently. So I feel like now is the time to start talking more to the market. But this isn't sort of a aha moment, at least for me, and I can speak for us, this isn't about the aha moment we, we were right because we're far from being right. We're still a fractional of the size. 
of a top 20 CPA accounting firm. Our goal, of course, is to be in that eight-digit sort of realm uh, over the next few years. It's about helping the business advisor. It's about helping the bookkeeping, the accounting folks, the two to five person shop, up to 10 people shop. I mean, I recently came back from a conference and it was tethered with these smaller boutique type firms and the same thing resonated. We're tired, we're overworked, the customers don't appreciate what we're doing, we're not getting paid for it. And there is a balance, right? And I think what I want out of the FAS Evolution podcast is to speak to those folks to say, you know, if you take a step back and start thinking about your business, everything from the nuts and bolts of the like revenue operations, marketing, the product or service you're providing and how you're selling that value proposition. And then lastly, and more importantly too, is how you're producing day in and day out, month in and month out across different capabilities. Remember, someone who's really good at debits and credits, someone who's really good at QuickBooks, chances are being in that sort of blue sky, long range planning, that strategic thinking, it's probably not in their DNA. And by the way, that's okay, right? Thinking about that production and how to hire for and manage and grow and mentor, develop those uh, team members is also at the top of my mind. And I'll end it with this. We do what we do. And you mentioned cadence and rigor and the team. And we talk a lot about that. But also one of the overarching themes is like your tech stack, embracing your tech stack. And so part of this podcast are going to be interviews with some of our industry's thought leaders. I I do feel strongly that it is an evolution or a revolution. And we, we do feel that we have been able to grow this in a unique way. And I think one of the strengths that we've had that some of these smaller firms don't have is that we are not CPAs. The CPAs that are on their own or, or have that five, six, 10, 12 person shop, those are like a little bit of the outliers, right? Because they're the ones that are entrepreneurial enough, embrace risk enough, to go out there and, and do it. And to your point, like they, they probably feel like it's in their DNA to help these businesses grow. But the average debit and credit called bean counter is not that embracing of risk. It does take a different type of person to be able to help business owners manage through growth. That I don't think it can be just one person. I think that's part of the theme here, right? Finance as a service cannot be bookmarked in one person. It's impossible. And if, and if you're doing it great, but at some point you're going to be capped at your own capacity. Finance as a service to me is very much about stratifying out that accounting, that finance business strategy, that function within these companies and allocating the right capability resource in conjunction with the optimal capacity that's needed, overlaying processes, systems, and technologies. And if you can do that across that entire function, that to me is a finance as a service. And it's not just about the value that one individual brings to the table, but the value that the entire 
function the entire service that covers those three or four areas brings to the table. And that is the FAS evolution. It is moving from that transactional to that monthly recurring service. And of course, for practice owners, because, you know, this podcast is really earmarked for practice owners or sole practitioners. I've met many throughout the years and they have taken the risk to leave behind the ivory tower to start this on their own. It's not easy. But one of the things I see that is a common theme, even with those individuals, and by the way, it's, we're not just, you see that in entrepreneurship, right? People tend to start companies because they have a hard skill in a particular industry or they have the contacts. Helping those individuals come to the realization that they can't do everything, one, and two, the people you knew from your past, that capability that may not be the right core competencies you need in the future to build your finances as a service firm. Because we talk a lot, especially on the raw take for CEOs, we talk about RevOps, we talk about marketing. I mean, when we talk about our own core competencies in our business, that trifecta, right, that Venn diagram that we always throw around, yeah, financial management. It's a catch-all for everything between accounting and finance tax strategy, right? You got That's got to be a core finance of any FAS firm. But beyond that, you begin to like focus on a few other core competencies. At least for us, Steve, people are front and center. Like you got to have that HR people mindset because this at the end of the day, you can throw all the tech and systems and processes. It's still a people business and people come and go. People have needs, right? So HR, people, definitely that second core competency. And of course, I I would say in our business, because we've gotten pretty damn good at this, it is the rev ops, the inbound marketing, the digital marketing. Like for us, digital marketing has become a core competency. Yeah, it it is a different type of person that that, uh, they need to find and uh, and replicate and and build the competency around it. And we've we've done that with, with with our team. And we want to be able to pass on some of those learnings to other other firm owners. And so the FAS Evolution, a new podcast, it is hosted by Growth Lab FAS, Finance as a Service. We're interviewing thought leaders in our industry to ultimately help you, the accountants, you, the CPAs, the bookkeepers, and even the part-time fractional CFOs, helping you move your practice your business, regardless of size, to more of that FAS mindset, moving away from that transactional tick list mindset and looking at the holistic needs of your customers, our market segment, regardless if you're in construction or you're in medical devices or you're venture backed or you're on the flip side looking at restructuring, right? These companies, they need more than just a transactional service provider. They need someone, they need a company that can take on everything from the bookkeeping all the way through financial management, financial strategy, business strategy. And so we're excited for this. Join us. We'll be uh, releasing these. And if you have topics or things you want us uh, to focus on, let us know. Yeah. And our second guest is going to be uh, Martin from uh, Giraffe. That will be exciting. 
We're big proponents of uh, systematizing and productizing the FP&A component of our service offerings. And we're going to be talking a lot more about the big why. Why is that important? And so looking forward to more of this. Thanks, Steve. So that's this week's FAS Evolution. We really do appreciate you joining us. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out at growthlabfinancial.com.